The blue door you have just seen is what is left of North Gate Jail. The gate itself was built around 1070 as the northern entrance to Palace Green, the castle and the cathedral. The buildings on the other side of the street, the east side, roughly form the line of the castle walls, its bailey, with part of the walls remaining in the grounds behind the buildings. Around 1415, a jail was built over and beside the gate, becoming the county jail with an extension in the 1770s, ahead of the new prison being built at Elvet in the early 19th century. Prison reformer John Howard visited the Northgate Jail in 1774, noting in his report that the men are put at night into dungeons, one seven feet square for three prisoners, another, the great hole, has only a little window. In this I saw six prisoners, most of them transports, chained to the floor. In that situation they had been for many weeks and were very sick. By the early 1800s, Northgate Jail was considered not fit for purpose. The Bishop of Durham at the time, Shute Barrington, also regarded it as an obstacle for travellers making their way to the cathedral, and he duly provided £2,000 towards the building of a new jail away from the peninsula. The gate was demolished and the new prison was built. Prior to Northgate Jail, criminals were held on Palace Green, with parts of the castle and its associated buildings being used as cells. There are also prison cells within Durham Cathedral. Durham Cathedral and Castle were also used as a prison during the Commonwealth, the years from 1649 to 1660 after the English Civil War when England was ruled as a republic by Oliver Cromwell, with the monarch Charles I having been executed. The Scots continued to recognise Charles's son as the monarch, which led to a face-off with Cromwell at the Battle of Dunbar in 1650. The English won, with Cromwell's army marching around 4,000 prisoners taken captive in the aftermath, south. Many died on the way. The remainder were imprisoned in the castle and the cathedral, which was empty and abandoned. Cromwell had evicted the dean and chapter as he suppressed the church across England. In November 2013, building work was taking place at the back of Palace Green Library, a building on the east side of the green. A grim discovery was made. Multiple skeletons were exposed. Work stopped immediately, and it was suspected the skeletons were those of the Scottish prisoners who had died and were buried in Durham. A team of Durham University archaeologists investigated and found evidence they were. A fascinating book called Lost Lives, New Voices, written by the team of archaeologists involved, provides insights into the story. Not all the prisoners died. Some were taken as indentured servants to North America. Durham, Dunbar and the story of the Scottish prisoners has featured in the American version of the television programme Who Do You Think You Are? with actor John Cryer being a descendant of a Scottish prisoner. Murder, Mystery and Mayhem started with an account of the community of St Cuthbert fleeing Vikings, and it ends with St Cuthbert. Best-selling crime writer L.J. Ross is a lawyer turned author who is from and lives in Northumberland. Her Detective Chief Inspector Ryan series of murder mysteries takes place in the northeast, with each title called after a well-known place or landmark, which provides the setting for the story. The first in the series is called Holy Island, 
followed by titles such as Sycamore Gap, Angel, High Force, Cragside, Penshaw, and more. In 2020, L.J. Ross published The Shrine. Chapter 1 commences with a description of Palace Green, clearly during university term time. It was a perfect spring day. Sunshine bathed the city of Durham in golden light, warming the ancient stone wall of the castle and neighbouring university, where students spilled out of its panelled hallways to sprawl over the grassy quadrangle known as Palace Green. A few lines later, it continues with a description of the cathedral walls, rising up over 200 feet to dominate the landscape for as far as the eye could see, casting long shadows over the people who scurried like ants far below. The narrative progresses with a dramatic incident inside Durham Cathedral and a mystery ensues relating to St Cuthbert. I won't say more as I have been careful throughout not to give any major spoilers for the crime fiction included in this walk. If you want to find out more, you'll have to read the book. I hope you have enjoyed this literary walk about crime in Durham and its hinterland. You're now on Palace Green at the heart of the Durham UNESCO World Heritage Site. Why not take the time to visit Durham Cathedral or Durham University's Palace Green Library?